Have you ever been a stranger in a different culture? A foreigner living far from your own country? The other in an unfamiliar context? Being the outsider is a powerful but complex position to be in whether you like it or not. It plays a major role in determining how you are perceived and how you can approach your work. This is Peace and Conflict Fundamentals. I am Andres Jimenez. likely that at some point your work or your research will put you in a position where you are an outsider having to make sense of a context very different from what you are used to. And by an outsider, I am referring to being in a context that is profoundly different from what you know from what you can recognize, and even from what you can understand and connect to. This can be a professional, a social, an emotional, or a cultural context. And being an outsider, being a foreigner, can often be a very uncomfortable position to be in. It is easy to feel lost and deeply vulnerable, but this also presents us with considerable potential and opportunities for learning. However, before you are put in this position, it is crucial that you can better understand the nuances and complexities that take place when we find ourselves in this position. And the first thing to recognize is how easy it is to be considered an outsider or a foreigner. This could even happen in the very same city that you have lived your entire life. If you are a certain kind of Parisian, for example, and your whole world your entire social life, it all takes place within certain neighborhoods, certain parts of the city, certain social context. Then if you suddenly were to travel to a particular banlieue, one of the many working class neighborhoods that lie at the outskirts of Paris, you might very well be considered a complete foreigner by the local inhabitants, even though all of you have been born and raised in the same city. How you dress 
how you talk, your body language, how you walk. All of these indicators could immediately identify you as an outsider in this context. What you need to remember is that we don't exist in a vacuum. Where we go, we carry our baggage with us. How we look, how we speak, our religious affiliation, our body language, our gender, our age, our social or economic status, our reputation, our ethnic origin or tribe, our nationality. We carry all of these elements with us. You can try to disguise or conceal many of these characteristics, but not all. And you also might not even identify at all with many of the labels that might be attached to you. But they will still often be assigned to you by others, whether you like it or not. And remember that a major part of this baggage are also your prejudices, your moods, your triggers, your fears and traumas, your convictions and your values. All of this you carry with you wherever you go and can often be projected during any interaction. So you may be working for an international organization You might be a researcher. You might be working for a company developing a new product. Or you might be a health worker working with a certain demographic. Or perhaps an entrepreneur with a new idea. You are a foreigner and an outsider that needs to engage and to work with others. If this is the case, then there are four key principles that you need to be aware of before you start your work. And the first key point is to recognize that your baggage is the filter through which you see life. You may think that you do not wear glasses or contact lenses, but the truth is that however we see and give meaning to the world around us is a reflection, both conscious and subconscious, of our very own and unique life story. Each one of us navigates through this world in the best way that we can with our unique pair of lenses. Our experiences permeate everything. This is how you are. And as a result, this undoubtedly influences how you express yourself and how you process the information that you capture and that you register, either consciously or subconsciously. You can choose what you want to share with others 
at any given moment and what you want to keep private. But you should at least recognize that your baggage is there walking right next to you like your shadow. The act of expressing and sharing with others how you see yourself and how others might perceive you is extremely powerful. It has the potential to open more honest channels of communication. It can make others much more willing to trust you. And it also has the potential to clarify some important misunderstandings and misconceptions from the beginning. It is also important to note that addressing your baggage very often means addressing the baggage of the organization that you represent or other organizations like it. It means addressing previous interactions or perceptions that could have affected the relationship with this person or this community since then. The second key point is to remember that other people also carry their own baggage with them. So if you really want to have a chance of understanding others, you really need to put close attention to this very aspect. Be aware that while some might react negatively to your presence or your ideas, or might appear to be provoked by the work that you're trying to do, this visible reaction is potentially only an episode of what lies at the surface. In order to gain a much deeper and more complete understanding of what could be feeding this reaction, one needs to analyze the different layers of baggage that surround this episode in order to understand where we can find its origins. The third key point is that your position as an outsider can come with very asymmetrical power relations. And these power asymmetries can take all sorts of forms. Your particular gender, sexual orientation, ethnicity, nationality, socioeconomic condition, your educational background, or even your religious affiliation or social status. These are just some of the numerous elements that can grant you a significant amount of power in relation to the majority of the people in the context where you are working. It is essential to understand that this power, whether you directly perceive it or not, can often further distort and affect 
relations with local actors, kind of how the fabric of space gets stretched and bent by the influences of a massive concentration of mass, like a star or a planet. These power asymmetries can profoundly alter and influence how people react and respond both to you and to the work that you are interested in doing. You cannot diminish the importance and the major impact that these power differences can have on the work that you are trying to do. And the fourth and final lesson is that being an outsider can also be a source of power. Yes, being an outsider can often be a very frustrating position to be in. It is very possible that you don't know the local culture very well and the baggage assigned to you, justly or unjustly, could profoundly limit or affect your work. But remember that your position as an outsider can also be a source of strength because you may potentially be excluded from local power dynamics and the legacy of a complex history of conflict or animosity between different local factions. So if used skillfully, this position of an outsider can potentially prove to be an important source of strength. Now, interestingly, although I have spoken in this episode about the role and dynamics of the outsider, there is a final concept that we must consider, and that is the homeostatic principle, which refers to the tendency of open systems that find themselves out of balance to work towards the restoration of a dynamic equilibrium. In other words, if we stay long enough within a system, we inevitably become a part of it. The longer that you participate and become involved in a different context, the faster that this context will be partly yours, and the likelier it will be that you will lose many of your connections with the notion of the outsider. <laughs>